Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, The Punisher finally has a release date. And a Black Panther trailer dropped. And a Punisher trailer dropped. And Thor Ragnarok initial reviews are rolling in. Holy crap, Matt, we have so much to talk about. Oh man, November is going to be a month. It's going to be the bomb. It's going to be a month of real, just, just so much Marvel Cinematic Universe content. I feel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like maturing. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like a different thing now. This bud is blooming. Yeah, I'm excited. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, uh, Jeff, as I was saying in the cold open, because I kind of forgot what it was cold open. <laughs> um, it's great. It was, it was perfect. <laughs> is I really do feel like all this stuff... So, it felt like Avengers. Phase one was building on top of each other. Yep. In phase two, everything was still... Or phase two and three, everything's still been building toward Thanos. Yeah. It's all been building toward this thing. And even though we're still in phase three, Thor Ragnarok doesn't feel exciting because it's a part of the other things. Does that make sense? Yeah, it doesn't feel exciting the way that Thor The Dark World felt exciting. Like, oh, yay, another movie! Yeah, it feels exciting. It feels like there's a real key, pivotal thing that needs to be told in this grand Thanos tale. Well, see, I feel differently. I mean, like, yes, it's obviously going to connect to the Thanos tale, especially knowing that it seems like he's going to be in love with Hela. Uh, That's what it looks like. It seems like. like. That was some, some sort of stuff that they're doing in comics now, right? Yeah, kind of. So they're doing it in comics, so it's probably they're laying the groundwork to do it in real in in, in the movies. Um, so that probably means that, but I'm not excited about it because of that. I'm excited about it because it looks like a badass movie, right? It feels like everything's spinning into their own sort of corners of the universe. Like for a while, it felt like we're starting in four corners, literally those first four movies. And we're heading toward collapsing into one big thing. Yeah. And now it's like the universe just exists and we can explore all these new corners of it. The yeah. Thor Ragnarok corner, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 corner, uh, the the Thanos corner is going to bring it all together, but it's going to collapse it again. But then there's so many like, places to go. I feel like Thanos is a maelstrom that's just bringing everything in. Right. Like just sucking it all into the center and then it's going to spit out this just completely different animal altogether. Like, it's all collapsing in on Thanos, and then it's just going to explode into a different universe. Yeah. It's, it's going to be good, man. That's been the, the thing that Kevin Feige has always been saying, is like, after Avengers 4, after a Thanos, after this Phase 3 is done, then it's going to be a completely different universe. That's why they haven't been talking about Phase 4 yet, if they even want to call it Phase 4. Yeah, they've said even said they might not call it Phase 4. Is It's just going to be such a different universe, mostly because all of the main people... All the main heroes have, you know, the their actors' contracts are expiring. Sure. Which can be, some I'm sure will be renewed. I mean, RDJ has had his contract kind of reneged a little bit here and there yeah. for, you know, All extending and adding on and more yeah, they, movies. They can always add on things. Um, it's not like a contract says they can't. The problem is, if you're RDJ and your contract runs out and they want you in more movies... That's a bunch more money. You, you can demand more money, but yeah. they can kill you off. And it's like, do you want to stop being Iron Man? Because let's face it, I mean, he's a great actor. He's done other things. And he doesn't need the money anymore. But, like... He's set. He stays in the, the like, zeitgeist of the world because he is... He's Iron Man, you know? Yeah. And so when he does another thing, 
we think we think oh iron man's doing another thing you know like yep uh and his other movies that he's done haven't been nearly as popular so it's not like the rdj star has risen to the point where he doesn't need it anymore so he's got to be careful if he overshoots how much he wants to make <laughs> yeah i mean he may just be tired of it and be like you know i'm i've did i've done my 10 years i'm gonna God. step back it's gonna be 10 years yeah when avengers infinity war comes out yeah almost Holy exactly crap sticks that's awesome. That's amazing. So, you know, you said they could kill Tony, but there are rumors floating around that they are absolutely going to kill Tony. Yeah, because of this casting news. Well, there was a there's a casting call for some shooting that was being done yesterday, October 23rd, um, in Atlanta, where they needed mourners. Like, <laughs> sad well, people. So someone's dying. Someone's dying, and somebody's being upset about it. But another piece of casting news is that Ty Simpkins... Who was the kid, uh, Harley, in Iron Man 3, yep. is going to be in Avengers 4. Yeah. And we're not sure why. Well, it definitely leads to the idea that Tony could be dying. Because to bring him in is to tie... Like, you have so much else to do in this movie. <laughs> so many characters to pay service to. And most of them, you can do that by just having them on screen. But if you're bringing in a character like Ty, um, like that actor, yeah. it's like you're really trying to pay service to Tony's character, which means it might be Tony's movie, which means it might be Tony's death. Yeah. So there could be other reasons. There could be lots of other reasons. That kid is how old now? I, I'm actually not sure. Yeah, I'm curious because it's, uh, I, I don't know, when did Iron Man 3 come out? It's it's been a few years is my point, and he's probably in his mid teens. Yeah, now. he's okay. He is sixteen. August six, two thousand one is his birthday. So he's almost Spider Man's age. Yeah, like just a couple years behind. So you could see him like coming in as a completely different character, and maybe it's not just a nod. Maybe they're bringing him in. Maybe it was always the plan to bring him in as something else. You know. Yeah, he could pick up the mantle. Maybe, he could, maybe he maybe. could be a different hero. Yeah, he could be in Power Pack. Yeah, he could be a hero that we know from comics, or a new hero, whatever. Yeah. Like, it could be anything! It could be that Tony's been training him on the side all along, like... Oh, God. What about, like, what if we have this weird, like, jealousy between Peter Parker and that kid? (laughs) What if he plays them against each other? Yeah. Oh, he would. He'd be a terrible father figure. (laughs) He he is a very bad father figure. Oh, man. Also, I feel like... All the stuff that Tony's done till now, he's kind of ended up on the wrong side of things. Yeah. Kind of the only way to really redeem his character is to kill him. God, you know? You can't give him just like a, he's now figuring out how to do all the things that he wants to do in a good way. Well, that's what he's trying to do with Civil Arc. War. That was what he's trying to do with Civil War, but he's still... Shit, making, he was trying to do that in Age of Ultron. Yeah, he's trying to do the right thing, but he comes down the wrong side of things all the time. At some point, he was gonna, he's going to have to just make the sacrifice play. <laughs> he's just... he's Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> he went Captain America on me. Yeah, uh, Avengers 1. Avengers 1, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you don't, you're not the one to make the sacrifice play. You're not the one to lay down on the wire and let the other guys crawl over you. Yeah. <sighs> I think I would just I'd cut, the, cut wire. the wire. God, <laughs> it's so no! it's so good because they've been setting that up for so long, and like you can imagine, after seeing the last time we saw them together, they're firing. They're in that amazing shot of them firing of of his repulsors firing into Cap Shield. Yeah, straight out of comics. That beautiful shot. What if we get 
in in Avengers them beaten by hordes of hordes of aliens and they're just back to back lying on the ground and like they're showing respect to each other before they die together. Like how beautiful of like a poetic turnaround would that be? It makes me really sad to even think about that. It also makes me excited, though, because that scene would be amazing. It would be so good. Why see, do you have to do this to me? I'd love to see Tony Stark and Captain America, like, back-to-back fighting against the, uh, the hordes again, you know? I mean, we already saw them kind of, uh, you know, in... in Not back-to-back, but, like, working together in the first Avengers Oh, movie. sure. Well, we saw them working together for years, but then they've turned... Now, Civil War tore them apart, and yeah. this has got to bring them back together. Oh, and uh, if one or both of them died at that moment, it would be a pretty touching... And touching and pushing forward for the other one if one of them survives. Yeah. Like, if Cap goes into the next movie with, like, Tony's sacrifice on his mind, and, like the man that he's always kind of stood up to because they kind of are opposite sides of hero, her, heroism um, is was, now is now an example of heroism to him, you know? God, I was just thinking about in Civil War, you see how just broken Cap is being one of the uh, pallbearers for Peggy's funeral. What if he's doing that for Tony's funeral? Oh, man. What if we see him doing that for Tony? And you know Tony God. would have the best funeral scenes. Because he has all that money, you know his will is like crazy, stupid, complicated, and we're gonna <laughs> yeah. get like yeah. him delivering. That may be all that Ty gets. Ty might like, Ty might like come home, a sixteen-year-old goth kid to his to his room, throw his backpack across the room, and ha- it comes home, opens it up the door, and there's an Iron Man suit in there. But it's like, sized for him. Yeah, like that could be all <laughs> we see of Ty. Like uh, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then, and then, so there's that weird hint of who is he gonna be? Like, is he gonna be like a competing? I don't know. Whatever. That's, that's stupid. Uh, but <laughs> it, it there's just so much. I could just see a whole like string of his will being executed, and like people getting delivered different items and jokes, and like you know he'd use it to like poke fun at some people and to do touching things for other people, and he'd have something oh, for Pepper, and he delivers a. Uh... Uh, like a shocking prod to Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I'm okay. I'm not crying. It could, be, crying. it could be great. Although, we don't know that's going to happen. It could be someone else completely. Ty could be in it for a totally different reason. Yeah, what if, what if all of the sad people are because Ty dies? And Tony has to live with that guilt. <clears throat> yeah. And then, oh, that that would be a whole other thing. Like... I don't want Peter to end up like that other kid that I was trying to mentor, so I need to father him better, or mentor him better. <laughs> yeah, man. Could be. <sighs> There's so many ways I could go. Yeah, Ty could come back as a 16-year-old bad guy, because he gave him all that tech at the end of Iron Man 3. <laughs> he could have been like in his, in his, in his workshop building, building a like Thanos help machine. <laughs> uh, yep. He just he turns him into his own. H is for Harley. What? Harley has the other Infinity Stone. No! <laughs> Why did we not see it? <laughs> all this time it was right in front of us. <laughs> yeah, man, it's Harley all the way. Man, I was about to segue into Punisher by saying, like, you know, it's bad when kids die because then you get the Punisher, but like then you throw that at me. Yeah, H is for Harley, man. Thanos, Thanos, all the way. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's, uh... So, like, the really big news that we've got right now is that The Punisher has a release date, finally. And we can talk specifically about that release date with a lot to talk about. Because that release date is November 17th, 2017. Yeah. You know what else significant is happening on November know. 17th? I don't know, man. What, what is it? Justice League is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Kind of spitting right in the face. <laughs> It really is. It really of the DC That's pretty uh They had dead on. <laughs> they had an option where they could have gone a week early or a week earlier than that. Yeah. And which is what like, they've done the last few times. Well yeah, they could have they could have gone a week earlier and been like, Oh, it's for Veterans Day. We've got this this the show about a veteran yeah, for Veterans Day, and he's portraying a veteran really well and PTSD really well and everybody loves him for it. But no, they're just like Fuck you, Justice League. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't go see Justice League. Stay home. And I don't know what I'll do. I definitely would normally see Justice League on opening night. Well, I mean, you can still see Justice League on Thursday. That's true. And then, you know, watch The Punisher all day with me. Yeah. All day. All day. Man. Um, I... Yeah, I'm going to take that day off work. Mmm. I feel like I deserve it. I've been... That Friday? Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely try to record a couple episodes that Friday morning, and I'm off that Saturday as of now, so... Oh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get some casts up quick for that one. Yeah, man, I'm all about it. Woo! Woo! It's uh, a good plan. Let's do that. I'm glad everybody was here for that. Thanks, Good thanks, job, guys. everybody. Team... High fives. MCU cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, along with the release date, they dropped a new trailer. Yeah, they did. And that trailer... <sighs> if you have not seen the trailer, go watch the trailer. You need to go watch the trailer because that trailer is basically like uh, like I said before we started recording if the first trailer that we got with the the drum fire basically the drum the the yeah. gunfires the drums like synced up if that trailer was all about action then this one is all about character yeah for and sure. showing that he is a relatable character while still being somebody that's going to kill all of the bad guys, going to brutally murder all of the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And I am, I am all on board with this Yeah, because, Oh my God, we like, we got to see that, that, uh, micro basically has a similar story to him. Like his family was taken in a, in a similar way. He says they did the same thing to me. They did to you. Yeah. Which we don't know exactly what he means, but, probably means his family was killed or at least his loved ones were killed yeah um that 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 actually makes me excited because i was a little worried micro would just be a maybe like a conspiracy theorist who wants to bring down the man or whatever but yeah. like just a zany micro, dude in the chair yeah yeah micro sounds like he's gonna have his own emotional arc which will mm-hmm. even deepen the this show and 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 then uh showing karen on this episode yeah you mean on this or trailer? On this trailer? <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode. Feels like an episode yeah, of it didn't. Um, Punisher Preview. So so that's that's November 17th. Cannot wait. Uh, wh- what else we got coming out in November, man? Man, Thor Ragnarok comes out in November. You know what? That is two weeks before the Punisher. That is next week! Matt! Oh my gosh. Next week, Thor Ragnarok comes out. Matt! Matt! Yeah. I am so excited. Dude, me too. Thor Ragnarok looks like it's going to be so good. Yeah. That's uh, Thursday night, midnight show, okay. and I'm there. Calmly speaking. Calm words. So we will be here with you next Thursday night, probably like a late night record. Oh, yeah. And we will we will drop our, our, our review of Thor Ragnarok. Down. 
<sighs> throwing down so hard. It looks like it's on track to be a, a 100 plus million dollar opening. Wow. For like for the Thor franchise, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Because the last one was like Thor: The Dark World got eighty five, huh? Like eighty five point six or something like that for the opening, opening weekend. Okay, yeah, over a hundred opening is, is is insane for any movie, but but for Thor is Thor being one of the least popular of the of the Marvel Cinematic Universe standalone characters. Uh, but I but man, this th- this looks better than most. <laughs> It looks uh, better than most, most just like movies in general. Yeah, not just oh, like yeah. yeah, it's a great, it's a great Marvel movie. No, it's not just a great Marvel movie. It looks like <clears> it's <throat> just going to be a great movie. My only concern. Oh yeah, it looks a little too silly still. Does it? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple moments that are just like that is not the Thor and Banner I know. Like they're the way they're the way they're talking to each other. Yeah, their dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, like the fact that. <laughs> Even the fact that the computer in the new trailer calls, uh, spoiler alert, if you're not watching new trailers because it's a week away, <coughs> Thor goes up to the computer and says, I need to fly. Try Thor, the great, of, the, the, the most strongest, the strongest Avenger. Avenger. And the computer says, not Axis. recognized. Access yeah. denied. He's like, hmm. And he and comes in there. Uh, yeah, Bruce Banner. And then he says, welcome, strongest Avenger. Is it like, what? Why is the computer programmed that way? <laughs> like because Tony programmed it that way. <laughs> yeah, but it seems it's just it's just it's like it's just a little sillier than and he didn't. That's just like a random Quinjet he took off on after the thing, I believe. Tony programmed all of it. <laughs> Tony programs everything. He does. Um he replicates all of it. Well, I think it's it's just it's just a little strange. It's a little strange of a tone. I'm down. I'm happy. I'm 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 willing to even if it even if it's sillier than I want it to be to just like roll with it. But it's a little strange. <laughs> it's got a little strange because Doctor Strange shows up. Yeah, and I've, we haven't seen him in the trailers, have we? We've seen one where he says that uh, uh, he basically says to Thor, "Destiny has dire plans for you." Ooh. And Thor says, "I have dire plans for Destiny." <laughs> All right, I love it. I'm on board. I'm so on board. I'm on board. I'm not falling off board. I will just say it's feeling a little silly. Yep. If they go too far with that, I might leave the theater going. I enjoyed it, but that did not feel like a Thor. That didn't feel like a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. James Although, Gunn has said that it's the funniest MCU movie so far. Wow. That just might be him being a little. Uh, oh, he's fanboying out over it real hard. Sure, but he might be being a little deferential because he can't say. If you ask him what's the he's funniest... Like, it's not as funny as my movies. Right, it's not like he's going to say that. And I thought Guardians was funny. As of now, his are definitely funniest. Yeah, that's fair. The only one that goes... They're the only ones that go for that. I haven't seen any of the Taika Waititi stuff, and I've been meaning to, so... How maybe I'll get you? to this week. I've seen his interviews about Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, that is not the same thing. But I've heard his his tone is really cool and fun, so I'm excited to see that. But I, maybe maybe I'll get a chance before next week to watch something of Taika Waititi's. Yeah, and see, I've heard people who've seen Ragnarok say you should watch some of Taika Waititi's stuff, and if you like that tone, you'll like Thor Ragnarok. Okay. If you don't, you won't. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes sense. If you don't like his other stuff, you wouldn't like this one. Yeah, kind of. I mean, sometimes people come into Marvel and they just conform to the Marvel style. Nah. Yeah, not him. 
but it's not uh, what he did. Not he it looks like that's not what he did. It looks like they're doing less of that, yeah. which is what I mean by. And I, I didn't even really get to fully expound, but Thor feels like he's in his own corner of the universe. But so does the Punisher. Like those do not feel like they're in any those way. Are very separate Marvel properties, <laughs> but it, and lo- they feel so different. I love the possibilities of interconnection, yeah. but I also love that they can feel so different and be in their own worlds and not feel like Punisher has to contribute to the Thanos storyline. You know. Punisher is just one of the most exciting properties I've seen so far. Like, I'm really excited about Punisher. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's it's like they, like you're saying, they exist in the, in separate, vastly different genres and, and vastly different corners, but they're still in the same universe. They still can interact with each other. And to see, like, if they ever get, like, the Punisher interacting with Thor, like, how the hell do you think that's going to go down? How funny do you think that would be? Oh, man, it would be amazing to see... I'd just love to see Punisher even talk about the fact that these guys exist. Yeah. Like, if I'd love for Punisher to see Thor on the TV and be like, I don't even know how to deal with that. I have my own grounded problems <laughs> to deal with. And the fact that there's godlike aliens out there, that's not even in my, like, purview. Like, I can't even think with him on the TV. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> um so for, for people who care about this sort of thing, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is currently tracking Thor Ragnarok at a 98%. Out of 58 reviews counted, one is rotten. Wow. And average rating on it is 7.9 out of 10. So around 80% uh, approval rating. Four stars. Four out of five stars, roughly. Cool. So about, I mean... Obviously, it's going to be better than the other ones, but around about the same as what we've been catching out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe lately. It's looking like Thor Ragnarok. I mean, we know that that everything is pretty much having a mid-credit stinger and then a post-credit stinger. Yes, um, it's looking like Thor Ragnarok is going to follow that trend. Yes, yeah, so and have our, at least two stingers. One of our listeners wrote in and said uh, maybe a couple things they shouldn't have said, but I I, I didn't include those in our feedback, but. Uh, <laughs> It was Yoda Hugh. Yeah, Yoda Hugh. Um, he said uh, he's off to see Thor Ragnarok on Tuesday, which was amazing. That was last Tuesday. He asked, when is it out for us? It's out next Thursday. Yeah. So we got... Next Thursday is the Thursday night preview. Yeah. And then uh, he said, there's both a mid and a post credit scene. Then he said something that I will not repeat here because it was a spoiler, Yoda Hugh. <laughs> oh, I see it. I went to look at Twitter. Yeah. So if you want to see that spoiler, you can see what Yoda Hughes said on her page, but I won't say it. <laughs> and I see your response to him saying, spoilers! <laughs> I like it. It's funny. It's fine. It wasn't a big one. I'm not mad at you, Yoda Hugh. Black Panther trailer dropped on Monday of last week, and we did not yet get a chance to talk about it. That's uh, that's kind of my bad. I'm sorry. Um, life has been crazy. Yeah. This, uh, Jeff like, is officially moving to Tampa. <sighs> Yeah. And when are you moving? I am going to be moving at the end of the school year. Okay. So after, we've still got a while. But after the school year ends. That's still big, and I'm sure a lot of things are starting to get into motion. Yeah. Um, like, our office closes April 27th, so I'll be working from home for just over a month. And after the school year ends, then we're going to move to Tampa. Wow. We're going to move to the Valrico area I'm gonna miss you, brother. of Tampa. I'm going to miss you, too, sir. I miss you having me around. It'll be a bummer. But hopefully we'll still get to cast together and, you know, talk talk that way. Keep up, keep in touch. Yeah. I got that better microphone now, so it's going to... Uh... Oh, it sounds so much better. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, we did a Skype. Uh, when we do Skype, our 
quality normally suffers a little bit, but his new microphone is really good. It's top notch there. Top, top notch. Really, really good. It's it's basically the microphone that podcasters use. It's good. And, um, I, I know now what, or I now know why. It doesn't help me speak better though. That's, so that's all me. Uh, new Black Panther trailer. Black Panther trailer, man. It looks so good. Yes, it does. It's so exciting. Uh, we get the sonic disruptor. We get the sonic disruptor on Claw's hand. We get uh, we get to see the Jolia, which is crazy. The Jolia, for those of you who don't know, uh, is a is an addition from recent Black Panther comics. Basically, where the Black Panther, uh, the mem- the leader of Wakanda, can access the memories. It's basically an extra plane. It's another uh, uh, dimension where he can access the memories of past Wakandan leaders, past Black Panthers, and uh, basically uh, talk to their spirits and and gain their wisdom. And we basically see that where he's he's walking in his ceremonial garb through a uh, an African landscape that is just like the sky is all crazy purple. It looks like an aurora above him. And there are Black Panthers sitting in a tree. Those are obviously the the past leaders like hmm. i'm betting one of them is his dad yeah be, and he wants to go really speak with cool. his dad that would be so awesome and then we got to see uh killmonger get his own suit yeah i had no idea that killmonger had a basically a black panther suit as um, far as i knew that's not a thing from comics but in in this trailer he straight up transforms uh in a cool way like a yeah. weird like tech way it looks that transforms like Power Ranger style into... Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. It basically looks like the suit builds itself on top of him, which, I mean, it looks like uh, T'Challa's does that that same thing. Yeah. So that seems to be part of what Vibranium can do, which is nuts. Or at least their tech somehow. Their tech, yeah. It has no reservations. It is just unashamedly unbeholden to the other Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. It's not Stark tech. It doesn't look anything like it. It's not no, like it's old different. tech. It's not alien tech. It's straight up Wakandan technology. And I've, oh, I'm so excited about that movie too. Like, there's so many great things that are happening, not just in November, but just coming up in general. Oh, absolutely. And like, like I said, different corners of the universe. Black Panther feels like its own thing with its own great story happening. It doesn't feel like just a cog in the storyline. And so, so does, so does Thor. So does Punisher. And I'm not even like more excited about the movies than I am the show. That show is so exciting. Yeah. Um, they, they've got three amazing properties releasing in the next four months. That's Wait, great. There's another thing because Thor Ragnarok drops next. Friday, two weeks later, Punisher, four days later, we get the first episode of The Runaways on Hulu. Wow. Are they releasing, do we know the release schedule for Runaways? It's on Tuesdays, it looks like. A lot of times Hulu will drop like three episodes of something in the first day. Really? I don't know that they're doing that with this. That, I'm not that's sure. Just, Hulu, Hulu's, they, they, they do, it's interesting, I've been, I've been a Hulu subscriber a long time, and they at first tried the... Netflix drop it all at one strategy. Yeah. Then they tried the weekly strategy. Those didn't always seem to work because people like to binge. Yep. Uh, what they what they've started doing with a lot of their recent Hulu originals like, is they'll do like three or four, so you binge, so yeah. you get hooked. You drop part of an arc, and then you start doing weekly, and that seems to be successful. It's 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 successful at capturing me. I've been watching Chance. Which is uh, Hugh Laurie's new show? Yeah, yeah. Hugh Laurie and Ethan Suppley, which is like such a weird combination for me. Uh, Ethan Suppley's like 
the the big guy from My Name Is Earl, Earl's brother. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Big guy. Anyway, Ethan Suppley, who's no. <laughs> like a weird sort of mostly comedic actor, uh, and he's playing a very serious drama oh! character with Hugh Laurie. Thanks, Google. I know who you're yeah. talking about now. Uh, yeah, Ethan Suppley's amazing, uh, and, and I've never seen him play dramatic. He is kicking ass. I know him from drama. Remember the Titans. Oh, fun. Yeah. I mostly know him from Mallrats. <laughs> uh, he was the guy who couldn't who couldn't see the 3D poster. You dumb bastard. It's, <laughs> it's not a, a it's schooner. It's not a schooner. It's, it's a, a sailboat. sailboat. <laughs> schooner is a sailboat, stupid. Idiot. Uh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, uh, that's you funny. dumb bastard. That's like, <laughs> the delivery of that line is just... So great. Top notch. <laughs> he is um, really good. Mallrats is great. But uh no, as an as a dramatic actor, I've never seen him do anything dramatic. Yeah. And in, in this he's like I mean there's definitely funny moments for whatever, but it's it's all it's 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 a drama and it's really, really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yep. 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 It's all about like mental illness and people hurting other people. And it's like ch- the basic plot is chance is this is a a uh, psychiatrist, yeah, who helps people that are in like abusive situations, and Ethan Suppley is like an ex-military guy who believes in not letting, uh, basically believes in not letting bullies exist, kind of thing. Like he believes in stopping bullies, yeah. Uh, with with appropriate force, whether that means beating them up or killing them, <laughs> he doesn't seem to have much qualms about either. All right. uh, and so it kind of the first season's a little more like what's the show about. Second season, they're just Batman. Like they're like together, they are Batman. He's like the psychiatrist who's like finding out cases and He's using his brain to solve them, and then he sends that guy in to like do the dirty work. <laughs> and it is. I figured out who you need to beat up. Exactly. And like it's Go do it. It is uh really, really good. It's right. a really good show. Well uh, so Hulu is the is yeah. the tangent that we were. Runaways. On the Runaways is coming out in November twenty first on that Tuesday. So we don't know if they're gonna drop like a bunch at once or what. But then a week and a half later on December first, Agents of Shield season five comes in. On with December first, two-hour premiere episode. Ooh, two-hour premiere in space. In space. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so ready. I'm so ready, and we're already more than like halfway through with uh, with the Inhumans, and you know we got what three more episodes coming up of yeah, that. That's it. So there's going to be what? Oh god, there's uh, a lot of stuff coming. There's but it's three great. episodes, and then the Punisher, and then. Yeah, two then a movie and then another show starts. Jesus, so two more shows start. God Almighty, at the same time. <laughs> are we are, are we gonna have time for this? Um, we're gonna do our best. That's all we can do. I will be, um, as as many of you know, I did the Kickstarter. Uh, the Kickstarter did fund, which is amazing. Thank you guys. I know some of the MCU cast folks helped out. Like, Actually, a good chunk came from MCU cast folks, so I really appreciate you guys. You're welcome. I put a different link as the MC, for the MCU cast people, and so I could tell where it was coming, where, where different donations were coming from. Yeah. Well, like, 
like 10% or something like that came from MCU cast. So that's amazing. Sweet. You guys, seriously, that's, I'm so, I so feel so happy and supported and I'm, I'm going into this, uh, this album with all the, all the resources I need. Um, and the album is recorded. Now we're doing, I just, because the Kickstarter funded paid for the mixing. And so now I'm getting the mixed tracks this week. Sweet. And so over the next two weeks. And so once that's done, November, they should be all done by about November 1st. And I'm like, I should be done. I should be like pretty done. <laughs> nice. Um, and so we won't actually release it till December 1st. Cause it's gotta have, it's gotta go through all this production and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, uh, so when am I getting my signed copy is the, uh, question. you will get it. Pro I'm actually maybe as early as mid November. Okay. Depending on how the artwork all gets done and everything. Are we going to have that, um, that thermometer? Basically, I've talked to the art, that meter. I've talked to the artwork about it because on he's, there's going to be a, a certain page that just says thanks to the contributors to the Kickstarter or whatever. Yeah, who contributed at the hundred dollar level or whatever. And I'm thinking about just in the background having that thermometer like <laughs> somewhere back there. Yes, just just that. that I that, like it. If for those of you who don't know, I just drew a really shitty thermometer <laughs> uh, when I was. <laughs> When I was <laughs> doing my little Kickstarter telethon, and I was filling it in with just in the worst handwriting in the world, and so I'm thinking I'm gonna do, have that thermometer somewhere in the in the in the album artwork, nice to commemorate that night where everybody gave so much. I appreciate appreciate you guys so much. Um, so where we go from here? Is that is that all the news? That's almost all the news. Uh, one of the things that uh, a lot of people, especially um, I guess newcomers to the cast or, or people who are just finding it so damn difficult to keep up because it is, uh, something that they've been talking about is an MCU timeline. Um, and apparently Marvel has plans to publish an official MCU timeline. Uh, Feige said that it's going to be something like it might be in a fold out that you would read and some sort of future home release, something, uh, they're not quite sure how exactly or when exactly they're going to release it, but they do have plans to publish that. That's very interesting, especially given that the controversy of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, and apparently John Watts saw this this timeline already. Like he was, he viewed it with his eyes and went, "Okay, I can work with that," and then made the movie. So interesting. Apparently, it fits, and they they just know if it fits, it sits. You know. Yeah, I mean. It's like a cat. It's like a cat. It's like a cat. All right, guys, well, we're going to go into feedback time now. But before we do, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. If you want to reach out to us and show us, tell us what you have thought of uh, any of the content that's coming out or of any of these discussions, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you'd like to support the cast, uh, hit us up at patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, if you subscribe there, you will get uh, your own... Uh, there's there's multiple levels of prizes that you can get or, or, or rewards I guess I should say uh, some of them are things like uh, swag that we're actually oh, going to be sending out. That's what very else soon. is coming out in November. Yeah, our swag, our first round of swag, our our swag. Uh, we should just make a cup that says as if as if there wasn't enough in November. <laughs> like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> put that no like legit we can like we could add that to a letter like in the box that we ship oh, with everything for sure, for sure just be like as if there wasn't enough coming out i just of think it'd be funny if that it just said that on a cup like 
That's a weird nod <laughs> to the you cast. It's a really odd thing to have on a mug. <laughs> like, it's April. Why are you drinking from that? <laughs> um, but no, we, we've got a couple of uh, swag ideas that we're going to be dropping. And if you want to get in on the first little swag box, um, then uh, go over there now. It's the $2 an episode level. It's a $2 a week episode we, level. We never... Uh, we never charge for more than one a week. So if we if we don't do one, you don't get charged. If we do three, you only get charged once. That's I think that's a pretty solid deal. Yeah, totally. So I we actually miss, we missed some this week. I'm sorry. Um, we missed some this week, which is a bummer, and I'm very sorry. Or these last couple weeks. Uh, I'm very sorry we missed a couple episodes, but our patrons didn't get charged for those weeks. So yeah. So uh, at least there's they're they're not they're not in the pay for weeks they're not getting this beautiful content. This the, this whole release schedule change to Friday night is really f- like screwing with our dynamic as far as when we can get together and record because yeah. like the school year is in and I've like acquired a family basically <laughs> yeah so like I think that more screwed with the dynamic <laughs> yeah God. You, you've got a lot more but, and and I've got the album well, the, I mean there's like there's Boy Scouts shoot. there's Girl Scouts there's after school stuff there's oh yeah no I understand you got a family chess club you got a family you're taking care of now and I camping. have an album I'm putting out and those two things are just like put taking a lot of our focus yeah uh, but my album's almost done. Uh, I don't even have time to record the other podcast I've been doing that I put one freaking episode out for. Yeah. I haven't even had time to record any of or we'll, sorry, not record, but we'll edit talk, any we'll of that. We'll talk. We just need to plan ahead, I think. Yeah, we do. A little, a little better. We, we're used to being like, on Monday, which night are we doing? Okay. We should probably like plan ahead so that we don't. Why would we do that? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not professional enough to do that. <laughs> well, sometimes if you want something to happen, you got to make it happen. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right, guys. Anyway, so all of that to say, if you'd like to support the cast, uh, it does definitely keeps us on track. We do a lot more episodes. We've, we've done a ton more episodes since we started the Patreon because we feel beholden to you guys that we want to get something out every time. Yeah. Because uh, you're literally asking just to, to pay a few bucks to <laughs> a dollar or two to put out this content. Uh, you can even There's even a commission an episode level, which I know I teased it last week, but we definitely are going to do the uh, a, a commissioned episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, faux show. Probably I'm, not, to, I'm not avoiding those. We need to do I'm that not. before November 17th. God, we need to do that before November. Well, it's too late. It's, it's, let's do it right now. There. Let's we're, do it. Stop what we're doing. Let's do one of those. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, let's get into some feedback. Feedback. So, Nathan Hachil. Nathan Hachil. Lahai, that's his name. It's backwards. I remember now. Uh, so one could say that prior to season four, ABC wanted to give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the shotgun axe. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he is referring to the fact that apparently before season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they wanted to cancel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and he just, instead of the axe, he said, give him the shotgun axe. Yeah, I think it was that, uh, you know, we got the, the, the information that season five was coming out, or that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had been renewed. We got that that news so late in the game. We were like, "Is it even coming back? Like, yeah. it hasn't been announced for renewal." Well, it sounds like ABC would cancel it if they could, but Disney is saying no. Which, thank you, thank you, Disney. Thank you, Disney. We love you. I do love Disney. They've done a good job. Hey, you know, I'm gonna be living in Tampa soon, and Tampa is an hour away from Orlando. Oh wow! Yeah, I bet there's gonna be some cool Marvel stuff up there soon. There's not. No? Yeah, there's some sort of agreement that they can't do uh, Marvel stuff in Disney World. They do it in Disneyland. I know know that Orlando, it's probably because of Islands of Adventure. 
don't know. Uh, at Universal Studios, they have Islands of Adventure, which at least the last time I went was all Marvel stuff, which I don't know why. It was before they sold, it's before Marvel sold to, uh, sold to Disney. Yeah. All of their, uh, content, all of their theme park content went to Universal Studios. Ah. So I think that's probably why they're not allowed to do it at Disney World yet. But I bet, I bet that contract ends at some point. I would hope so, because I, I really, really want something. Yeah, it'd be cool. Oh, it is universal. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Google has really still, crazy still information all over the place. Only an hour away from you. That's it's same same Orlando. An hour, yeah. It's an hour away. I so. had to come down and visit. My bro- uh, I have two cousins that live down there. I've got one cousin that lives down there and one cousin that's moving to Orlando. But both, one worked for Disney and one is going to work for Disney. Well, all so, right. <laughs> they like Disney a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It's a thing. Yeah. Like, um, the... Uh, the the fiance is excited about uh, getting to go to Harry Potter World, yeah. Because it like didn't it didn't open until after she had gone on her senior band trip or whatever, and right. she's never been back. So, you know, we'll we'll go, we'll yeah. go, at some point. Oh yeah, you should. So. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get to uh, come down there on a little tour and play some shows and visit some you know theme parks that was one of the things that i was thinking about is like i wonder if i could spread the word of matt carroll down here because like i went down for a visit a couple of weeks ago uh not this past weekend was it this past weekend no not this past weekend but the one before and i was like matt would like to play here i think yeah ybor city is awesome cool it's so cool definitely i'll try to get down there uh, because I'm going to be trying to get down everywhere once this album comes out. Yeah, yeah. A little less on the... It'll probably be a little less money-making, and I'll probably be a lot more running around the world trying to play my music, trying to get people to like my music. <laughs> <laughs> Please like um, me. Please like me. I bet you Sierra Angel would like your music. Hey, Sierra Angel, what do you got to say? Uh, she said, I was wondering if you guys or other listeners could help me out. I have not watched The Defenders yet because I could... I just cannot get into Iron Fist. Do I need to watch the whole season before I start Defenders? Are there some key episodes I can watch? If I have to sit through the whole season, I'll do it, but I figured I would get an opinion from someone who has watched everything. Any advice or information is appreciated. Thanks. Smiley face. What do you think? I mean, I'm always a proponent of watch everything. Right. Because there might be things that you miss and little tidbits that... Yeah, there's there's definitely things in the show that you will miss by not watching it. But the uh, the the Bakudo thing is the major point from Iron Fist that you would that you would miss. Yes, not watching it. Okay, here's what I would say: Do I'm going to name the five episodes that it's important to watch. And I, I didn't I didn't look into this or test it, but I do know that the Bakudo storyline is the only really important storyline when it comes to Defenders. Yeah. So if you don't like Iron Fist, skip it. Don't watch all thirteen. Just watch these five. And if you can go to IMDb. And uh, search for Iron Fist and look up Bakudo's character and just watch all the episodes he's in. He is in Lead Horseback to Stable, The Mistress of All Agonies, Felling Tree with Roots, Black Tiger Steals Heart, and Bar the Big Boss. So that'll basically get you through episode 12 of Iron Fist and then... Uh, episode thirteen focuses on something you don't really need to know about. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's my vote. Yeah, I, I don't know what everybody else says, but I think that's a good. Well, episode thirteen has that really cool scene where he punches the the office. 
into oblivion. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. If you don't care about him at all, you don't care about him at all. That's but fair. I think those episodes are the Colleen Wing uh, centric episodes. Yeah, and, and they're, they're the ones that are kind of central to the who the bad guy in the Defenders is. Yeah, so, so and check that, that out. I would check that out. Yeah. Those five episodes, and then plunge into Defenders. They're probably the best episodes, too, because I found... I found Bakudo very interesting, and I found Colleen Wing a lot more interesting than Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, harping, well, I guess harping on uh, the reason nobody liked Iron Fist, you know, the the back-end reason, uh, Sherman Smith comes up next and says, I like Iron Fist, but since a lot of fans didn't like it, and I and most fans think that uh, Inhumans is subpar at best... It's time to stop giving Scott Buck any more projects. One more thing. If you want to do projects on the cheap, don't! At least the story plot holes and contrived plot devices that aren't organic to the story. Trying to stop it from doing that. I understand. I feel like I held up really well. Yeah, you did great. I totally agree, Sherman Smith. That's absolutely it. You should not... <laughs> no more Scott Buck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would say at this point he has lost I've lost faith in Scott Buck. Yeah. Um yeah. he's he's released two shows, but you know, some of that may not have been his fault. There, there's so many so many moving parts with the production. And if somebody come if Marvel came to me right now and said, "You can be a showrunner of a show, but you are under incredibly crazy time constraints and you da 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 da, da but we think you can handle it." I'd probably take the job, you know? You, you know what I would do? I would say, no, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm sorry. I would. <laughs> I would take the job because showrunners like directing and I can, I can make the macro decisions that need to be made. You know, there's, there's specialists who make the actual filming of the thing happen and actors who act the parts. I would totally take that job right now. <laughs> Having the experience level that I have right now, I would take that job. Even if they were like, you only get three weeks to pre-production, of pre-production, I'd be like, I guess I got to learn how to pre-produce tonight. <laughs> um, let me hit the Google. <laughs> let me hit the Google. Um, but you know, you know, it'd just be a hard thing to turn down a great Marvel series. So I can't blame Scott Buck if if these two shows were rushed, which it sounds like they were. But why was Iron Fist rushed? I don't know, man. There's no reason for Iron Fist to be rushed. It, it could be his fault, straight up. He could just be a bad showrunner. But it very well could be the situation that he was put in. Well, I mean, we'll see with Iron Fist Season 2, because a different showrunner team is is in place for Iron Fist Season 2. And yeah. he's art like, uh, Finn Jones, as far as just, like, looking more the part and being more fit right. for it. Like, he's got several months to prepare at this point. There was just he's no reason least five to, months to prepare. It was the fourth of this thing. And they put out the plan for these shows... Like a long time ago. A long time ago. So you had like three years to pre-produce Iron Fist. And and you waited to the last damn second. And they did the right thing with Daredevil. You know, they, they like put in the work. Yeah. And then you had two, uh, two years after that to produce this show. And you knew it was planned on the, on the, on the, on the, at least on the executive side, they knew it was planned. And like, you just didn't get hire the people early enough and didn't get them moving early enough. And that's no good. I know that Inhumans had some special circumstances because they wanted to do that IMAX tie-in, which that's just stupid. That I don't know. I guess I could see like, oh, it's on IMAX screens. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. Like it was not. The first scene looked amazing. 
that scene with the rain and that yeah green all the guy scenes where it was like it was really cinematically beautiful where it would have looked really pretty on your freaking tv looked great it looked great but like you can't sacrifice story for looks michael I totally bay agree. michael bay <laughs> this is a beat bay podcast so ever since episode one, <laughs> we do not appreciate Marvel stooping to his level. Right. You leave Scott Buck out, because he stoops to Bay's level. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of awesome visuals... <laughs> yeah, that we'll have to describe, because... Uh, <laughs> we got a feedback picture. Um, Omer Elmalia said to us, Please discuss, LOL. It's it's four-panel picture from... Uh, basically, har- or not harping, but pointing out it's something a freeze from frame the, from the new Black Panther trailer. Pointing out from the Black Panther trailer that his the way that the the veins on the uh, or like the power veins on his vibranium suit kind of weave together it looks a lot like a bat symbol. It does. It looks and he has a point, significant a black, amount a black symbol with pointy ears and a bat symbol on the front. Uh, now I don't know if this has been doctored. Is my only because you can't see it that fast. On that trailer, the trailer happens so fast. Oh yeah, it's like a blink and you miss it kind of thing. So I, I guess somebody fro- freeze framed it, and <laughs> and it straight up looks like there's a Batman symbol. And what's wonderful is it has uh, Bruce Wayne saying, "Wait a minute, I'm calling my lawyers," and uh, I don't care. I'm richer than you. <laughs> uh, and it's he's got that smirk on. Yeah, from uh, from Captain America. Or well, is that from the trailer? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not but sure. he's got a smirk on, and I love his smirk. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so, just, it's perfect. He's like, I really, he he's looks the, like he's saying, I really don't he's care. He's the king of Wakanda, he's and he's saying. freaking king of Wakanda. Who gives saying, a shit about your lawyers? You've got a great mansion there. How would you like to see my country? Right? <laughs> uh, Brian Murphy said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast, just finishing listening that's a lot of ing there. Just finishing listening to Spider-Man Homecoming cast. You guys rock! Can't wait for the Thor review. Ah, thanks, Brian Murphy. You rock too. Uh, uh, we can't wait to watch it. <laughs> it is man. I cannot believe it's like one week. From it is tonight. literally next week. So it's one week from one week and two days away. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be in the theater right now. Oh my god! I can't in wait. in nine days. Oh my god! That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> my body can't take it. <laughs> Uh, Randy SF45 said to us on Twitter, uh, he retweeted some stuff and, oh yeah, okay. The casting I, of, sorry. of Ty Simpkins. He, yeah, he re- retweeted the story, uh, that was posted on the casting of Ty Simpkins and said, oh yeah, Tony's gonna die. So he is just speculating along with everyone else that the casting of, of, uh, Harley coming back from Iron Man 3 is, means bad things for Tony Stark. <laughs> We've already spoken a lot about that. Uh, Cameron Ramos said to us, Hey guys, just checked out the trailer for Black Panther, and oh man, it looks fantastic! What do you guys think of the costumes? I think they look really cool. And the way they appear on the characters kind of reminds me of the jetpack type things that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uses in the movie. They both look like they appear out of a small pack or something. Do you think it's the same kind of tech? Could that mean that there will be some more tech in the movie that also was used in Guardians of the Galaxy? Let me know what you think. Keep up the great work on the cast. That is an interesting thought, uh, especially given uh, they have all this advanced tech. If they had, we've talked about the possibility of them having an Infinity Stone. Yeah. 
if they do have an Infinity Stone, what if they have an actual connection to space? And that's how that's one of the reasons they have the technology they have. Which some people would say is ethnocentric of me to say. Yeah, and racist, but okay. It's just it's a common thing. People people that say that uh oh you're the, like pyramids were built by aliens, right? Because everyone black says couldn't do that on their own. Well, or kind of just thing. just yeah, early peoples couldn't do that on ah, their own, right? Okay, which you know That's they dumb. say yeah, but to say that about Wakanda, could they not have built this tech themselves? They may have, but it's also possible some of it came from alien sources. Maybe they built the tech to communicate with aliens. <laughs> Maybe they built the tech because they had this incredible power source from a from an infinity stone. Yeah, something gave them the ability and resources to build this build this yeah, society. There's there's some sort of something that happened with this isolationist country that has not dealt with the outside world like at all for a while. Like something happened to make them advance so much faster than the rest of the world. Yeah. It could just be that they are awesome, and I am all up on board with that because the movie looks amazing. Yeah, I don't care how they got the technology that they got, or that that they developed. I don't care in what well, way it was developed. If they got it from an Infinity Stone. I kind of care. Okay, <laughs> I care that they have an Infinity Stone if they have an Infinity Stone. <laughs> but like how they got the tech makes no difference to me because the the freaking movie looks incredible. Oh yeah, and I'm so excited for it. And oh, did you see the did you see the poster? Did you see the poster? No, they posted a poster or like you know poster hit the web. And it was just like all of these amazing characters. Everybody looks so awesome in their costumes. And there's two white guys on it. That's the thing that the internet has been saying. There's only two <laughs> white guys on it. And they are uh, they're Bilbo and Gollum. <laughs> That's right. They're the Tolkien white guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Like, when I saw that, white guys. when I saw that joke, I was so sad that it wasn't me that was making that joke. I was like, "Damn it, no!" That's that's awesome. Oh, I was so behind. It's uh, it's a really cool looking poster, though. Like, I'm. It makes me more excited when I see it because I'm just like, "Oh, there's a desert city there." It mm. looks like okay, okay. So you're looking at it there. We're looking at it on the internet, guys. We thought we are. If you're looking at it there, it looks like everyone is in, like coming out of T'Challa's own body. Like they are all part of him. Like Wakanda is him, and he is Wakanda. Like there's that symbolism there, and I, I just absolutely love that. Yeah, I love that everything is a part of him, and he is a part of everybody, and Wakanda and just like just uh, ah. ah. Okay, it looks really. I'm, good. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting real excited. It looks really, really good. Getting real excited. Definitely can't wait to see it. February sixteenth. It just hit me again how awesome the freaking trailer was. He carved a tire. He carved a wheel off of a car. Yeah. With his hands, he just clawed a wheel off. Of, like, oh my god, Matt, this movie's gonna be so good. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's gonna be so good. Like we have Iron Man now, we have Vibranium Man, and it's, pretty, <laughs> it's like Vibranium Man just trumps it's Iron like Man. Pot, rock, it, Iron Man might as well die because rock, in that whole rock paper scissors game, yeah, like Vibranium like, Man, it's Iron Man every time. <laughs> that's the that's the paper covers rock, and Tony's Iron Man suit looks like a rock compared to the Vibranium Man. <laughs> like straight up, looks like just ancient stone technology. Like who cares? 
It's actually yeah. a gold titanium alloy. No one gives a shit. He's got a vibranium suit that like builds itself onto him mm-hmm. way better than yours does. He carves a tire, a wheel off of a car with his bare freaking hand. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Pretty exciting. Whew. All right. Well, guys, that's it. That's all. Our, that's all our feedback for today. That's all the feedback. Yeah. Huh. So I so thought we had more to talk about. Um, no, man. We got more Inhumans to talk about. Yeah, we got Inhumans to talk about tomorrow. Okay. Um, but that's all for tonight. Again, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Check us out at mcucast.com and all those other mcucast places. If you want to support us, (laughs) hit us up at, uh, patreon.com slash mcucast. Same mcucast channel. (laughs) We love you guys. See you guys soon. Until next time, true believers. (laughs) 